live from the surface of the sun, we are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. It is hot. Mm. Gentlemen, yeah. be sure you're hydrated because this is ridiculous. You got your whiskey there? I do. You have ice in the whiskey. That's how it's, hot it is. Yeah, it's no longer there. Though. Normally worse. The whiskey was 100 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cool it down to a sippable temperature. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> In case you didn't notice, we took a week off last week. It was the All-Star break, and we figured us being the very best podcast for L.A. sports and Kardashians news that qualified us as All-Stars and deserving of a break. Yes. Yeah? That That's and there right. was nothing to talk about. <laughs> True. Or we could just wait a week and talk about whatever was important. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what happened, because this week we've got a ton to discuss. It's official. Manny Machado is a Dodger. We'll get the guys' reactions to that. Another week, another Lakers acquisition. Majinka signed Michael Beasley to the squad. Speaking of signings, the Rams reset the going rate for stud multi-talented running backs out there by making Todd Gurley the highest paid back in the biz. Did you say Majinka? I did. He did say That's that. a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. That's a it thing. It really is. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> I was like, magic. <laughs> All that plus the commissioner of baseball, Ma Rob Manfred, clearly listens to our show. More mm -hmm. on that in a bit. You ready, boys? Yes. Everybody have a cold beer? Let's go pod. I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. On May 16th, the Dodgers were 16-26 and 26 and eight and a half games back with the worst winning percentage in the National League West. They are now 56-44 and 44 in a game in, ahead in first place. <laughs> so they've made up 20 games. Crazy. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Good, good <laughs> intro, Vic. Way to start strong. And Ben Garcia. Are you there, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> He's back. I'm here. He's back. Oh. We mended all wounds. Are we good? My, we pan my, my panties are out of a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you back, buddy. It really we missed is. you. Oh, yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. We took a week off. And uh, hey, by the way, happy Shark Week, guys. It yes. Is? Yeah, it is Shark Do you week. watch Shark Week, Ben? I feel like there's not enough Kardashians or Rose ceremonies. I cut mm. the cord so I don't have Discovery. Do you have the? Oh, you don't have the app or anything? No. You're a Shark Week guy, though, right, Ben? Yeah, I'll catch it. Oh. Yeah, I won't watch it religiously, like, you know, the entire week, but if it's on yeah. and I'm at home and there's nothing else, I'll watch it. I love it. Yeah. There was a Shaq. Shaq. Did I, a I thing. saw oh. the highlights on that. And one. I'll <laughs> tell you what, normally when they get, like, like the Michael Phelps thing was, like, it was great because right, it's Shark right. Week, but it was kind of a bust. It wasn't great. It was right. terrible. <laughs> they, did, uh, they did one with uh, uh, Gronk and Aaron Rodgers and Lindsey Vaughn. Oh. And, uh, Ronda Rousey, like they've did a couple. Those were, eh, they're fine. Shaq is great. He is. <laughs> He's just entertaining. He's fun. He does not take himself seriously. Yeah, right, right. He was fantastic. Dude, he, he was on uh, Bear Grylls the other day. And was I, he really? Yeah. And I, <laughs> oh. He went out for two nights with Bear Grylls, and I was fascinated by that. He's oh, just that a good dude. That must have been awesome. He is a yeah. good dude. When we, we you know what? Uh, Darren Besa, by the way, not here. Also, Hammer, not here as well. Yeah. We want to revisit the conversation on who we'd like to get to uh, our dream replacement for those guys. I feel oh. like we could do a lot worse than Shaq. That's yeah. true. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Snoop still the front runner? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Shaq's a close second, I think, yeah. for me in yeah. my book. All right. Let's talk some Lakers. How about we start there? Okay. Another acquisition. Another, Michael Beasley. Another veteran, another guy with <laughs> playoff experience. And actually, this is a guy that used to play with LeBron. So I think that he knows what LeBron is looking for. And I think the Lakers are trying to surround him with guys that play his style of ball. So we like it? I, I like it. Yep. Yeah, especially at that price. 
I mean, uh, he averaged, what, 12, 13 points, and they're paying him the veterans minimum? Yeah. Great. Yeah. He doesn't play any defense. Yeah. That's a little concerning. <laughs> Luke Walton will have to figure that out. But, yeah. you know, he, he's a guy that he's he's going to – He's going to distribute the ball. He's going to score when he needs to, and he's just he's just a veteran, another veteran to teach these young guys how to win. I like it, and he'll fight you. <laughs> I like it even more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he our new uh, meta? Our new run? <laughs> I don't know if he's that tough. No, but uh, he's definitely not that tough defensively. But you know, he has all the tattoos. He's, he's the 2018 version. Version. Of meta. Yeah, well, so this whole which team means is. softer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate that. (laughs) All right. I I apologize, Ben. We don't want to lose you again. But but Beasley came out recently, and I guess there's a lot of talk within the media that's saying that this Laker team is just going to self-destruct because there's too many personalities. And so Beasley kind of came out and he said, listen, you got a bunch of veterans that, you know, we we came together because we want to win. You know, we're going we're getting towards the end of our career. You know, we're here to mentor. We're here to win. And we're here to live a legacy. And so I think that. He said it best that this isn't going to be a locker room that's going to be difficult for Luke Walton. I think it's going to be the contrary. I think it's going to be a little bit easier than what he's had to deal with in the past because in the past he's had to deal with these young personalities and and that piss and vinegar that you have when you're younger. I think these young guys are going to be a, a, a settling force. They're going to come in and they're going to say, this this is the work that we need to do, and I think it's going to make it for easier for Luke Walton. So I was excited to hear that from, from Michael Beasley. I, I like that as well. I like it too, yeah. No, I, I heard that, and I was very much excited to hear him say that. So that was kind of cool. Um, uh, ben? Yes. You want to cue me up? Useless oh. stat of the week by Victor Costello. There it is. <laughs> LeBron, Lonzo, and Rondo are the first trio of teammates in NBA history to be in the top ten in assists from the prior year. It's never happened before. Oh, yeah! All three of them were top ten assist guys. So they're just going to throw the ball around and nobody's going to shoot it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> It's pretty useless. It really is. Yeah, it means yeah. nothing. No, I mean, if there's a useless stat, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there. I think the Lakers are going to be okay. No, I do too, for sure. If Ben thinks they're going to be okay, we might want to rethink our position. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, no. <laughs> Kidding. That is encouraging because you, Mr. Protect Himself, yeah. Mr. Negativity, mm-hmm. if you're excited, I'm definitely excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. I and, can't wait for this season And to I'm going to change the, 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 ch- the topic here just a little bit, but... These these Kobe lovers that keep defacing oh, God, the, so these murals. Dumb. I mean, if you Come see on, the talent, if you see the talent that goes behind creating these murals, and the fact that we've got graffiti and all the shit along the city, that somebody can create something so beautiful, and you know, with a moment that's so yep. great to really reinvigorate the fan base here in Los Angeles, to go out and deface now two of these things. So it, to me, it's bullshit. And, no, and, totally. and and to somebody that says, well, it's because I don't want him to. To have a bigger legacy than Kobe Bryant, it's like we're all Lakers fans here. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, the guy you're defending, is the and biggest fan of LeBron James coming here. Yeah. So, you know, get over yourselves, yeah. stop being stupid, and you know, like go buy some liquor and go die somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh wait, wait, yeah, no. <laughs> you, had, you had me until that last part. I'm not wishing anyone's death. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not sure it's Laker fans. Um, I, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put some money on some salty Clippers fans out there. Ah, they don't have the yeah. the numbers. <laughs> it takes two people to graffiti something one to spray and one to look, look out. out right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh before we move on from basketball we should mention since the last time we recorded Kawhi 
made his decision, or I guess didn't make his decision. Spurs made it for him. Yep. He's off to Toronto. Yes. What do you think is going to happen, boys? Are we going to see him? I mean, this is pure speculation, obviously. It's way too soon to know, and we're not insiders That's not to know anything. Us, but we're going to do it anyway. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to have a Paul George repeat, or is Kawhi coming to the Lakers <laughs> next season? You know, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, I, I personally think he's still coming to the Lakers, and I think it's a little bit different this time around than when Paul George. Something happened with the Paul George thing. I don't know exactly what it is, and I don't know if our tinfoil you know, conspiracy you thing was the truth. You don't think it was the money? No. No. He didn't even give the Lakers an, uh, uh, um, uh, an interview. Like There was nothing. It was automatically to OKC. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of the Kawhi thing. I don't know if it's because of an NBA thing. I don't know if it's because um, it was LeBron. I don't know what it was. Something happened there that's not in, the, in, in part of the ordinary thing. I think Kawhi... Uh, and actually, Kawhi or um, Kawhi seems to want to come to the Lakers or to LA, I should say, more than anything else in this entire world, right? And I think that's a little bit different. And I think the way that the Toronto Raptors handled Demar Rosen actually is going to play into uh, Kawhi wanting to come here because Kawhi is leaving an organization that he didn't like, right? And then yes. today it came out that Danny Green said he played injured for a year and didn't know it because. He just kept playing through it because the San Antonio staff told him he was there was nothing there was no tear that he was okay, and so he actually got after the season got and got it checked out and yeah he was injured the entire year really yeah so he's going from an organization that he doesn't like he doesn't like the cold I guess whenever they played in Toronto beforehand he was miserable he hated being in cold weather mm. and um, the way that they treated Demar Demar took a, a he took a huge cut to stay with Toronto really yeah I thought so he they signed can, a max deal no. He took he took a well, let me see what it's a, a fourteen million discount to stay in Toronto so they can bring other people in, huh. and then Toronto that turns didn't around. work out too well, did yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. And I th I think Kawhi sees that. I think he sees that. And, and uh, a lot of NBA players came out and they were like, you know, what the f is going on? Like that's not cool. Like Toronto, that's not what you know. Da 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 da. So I think I think that's going to play into it too. And he just lost his shoe deal. So he's going to be looking after this year. His shoe deal's over. He's going to be looking for a new shoe. Oh. Nobody stays in Toronto to get a new shoe yeah. deal. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. There's one thing you can't trust. A filthy Canadian. Yeah. Says he needs Canadian. to get out of there. So do you think... Do you think <laughs> As we drink Canadian whiskey. Gosh dang it. Do you think he suits up for Toronto? Yeah. Oh, you think oh he I think he totally Do you think does. he gives it a half-assed effort? No. So you think he's going to play hard because yeah. he wants the contract somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. He wants to prove that he's not hurt. What if... What if... They win the East. Does he go back? No, I don't think he goes back. Okay, so you think the decision's already made? There's yeah. no talking. There's no Paul George in it. No. If, if you're Toronto, no. I, and in fact, there was another report that came out and said that Toronto would be okay with him walking. Um, it frees up cap space. Yeah, it's exactly it. Yeah. Is that it frees up? So they're not going to be in the position yeah. that Oklahoma's in a this desperate position that Oklahoma was in to try to woo a star to stay with Russell Westbrook. Um, Although there's no stars that are flocking to Toronto. So they, yeah. they actually had one in DeMar DeRozan that yeah. actually wanted, wanted to, be, to there. be there. If you look at like Bosch, you look at Vince Carter, you look at all the guys that were stars there. They couldn't wait to get they, – yeah. what they did was they waited <laughs> so for the rookie deal. They got the extension. And the, year seven, they all bolted. You know? <laughs> and so you had DeMar DeRozan that actually wanted to be there. Right. You know, he isn't of the caliber of those other stars, but at least he wanted to be there. And that's, that's kind of how I felt with 
LeBron coming. It was you had so many uh, NBA veterans that said, you know, we don't even want to give the Lakers an interview. Right. And you needed somebody that wanted to be there, like Derek Carr with the Raiders. You you, you have to get the right guy. And and to me, maybe DeR- Demar Derozan was the right guy, or at least he's going to get you to the playoffs. You know, maybe not win a title, but he'll get you to the playoffs. If Kawhi walks, mm-hmm. Toronto will be irrelevant for at least ten years. Yeah. If not longer. And yeah. so it's they're making a huge gamble that somebody's going to sign up and say I'm I'm going to lead this team but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Good stuff. Hot Toronto talk. Let's move on from that quickly. <laughs> Jeff loves it. I know how we can distract you guys. Dodgers. Let's talk some Dodgers, boys. <laughs> what happened with them? Congratulations. <laughs> Cheers. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll take drink it. to that. Did we send I'm out always... another banner to get other people pissed <laughs> off at us? <laughs> no, but we did bring just, it up again. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Does Machado replace uh, uh, Kershaw on the banner? No. No. Of course not. No. Yeah, uh, if you want to get up to speed on the, the uh, banner, banner gate. gate. There we go. <laughs> banner nice. gate. Yeah, go to our Twitter page, at Guys in Shorts LA. So Manny Machado. Let's talk about this guy. Are we excited? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm, I am. I am excited. Um, it's kind of a tempered excitement for me. Uh, I don't think he's the the Lord and Savior that the, this team needs. You know, right now, um, he was the best player that Do was you available. Need a Lord and Savior? I feel like you don't. Uh, you after losing don't in seven it. to Astros, yeah, kind of <laughs> feel like you know. Um, it's but, July. Uh, yeah, I, I think he improves the morale. So if you think about Verlander when he went to the Astros. They already had a strong team. And then the fact that the organization went out and got the top pitcher of his time. Now, granted, he was towards the end of his career, but they got him for the playoff run. I think that it tells everyone in the locker room that the team is all in. And so the Dodgers, you know, they've done this, but not to this extent. I think that bringing in a guy like Machado, you know, even though, like Vic said, he is a rental. To me, I don't think he is the Lord and Savior, but I think that he is a difference maker. I think one of the things right now that the Dodgers are struggling with is Justin Turner, who bat 330 or 340 last season with like 30 home runs, has been a shell of his former self since he was hit in, in preseason with his hand. He just he hasn't been the player that we have expected. So bringing in Machado, who's actually won two gold gloves as a third baseman, could effectively replace him. Now, we're missing Corey Seager, so that's where he's going to start. and We're going to slide over Chris Taylor over to second, sit Forsyth because the guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> and and you know it's gonna what it's gonna do is it's gonna make the Dodgers lineup more effective. Oh. Now Vic and I were talking before we started recording, and that is that it seems like every Dodger reliever right now is hurt. But you know, and and I've talked all season, and, and really since this podcast has started, that the Dodgers need help in the bullpen, help in the bullpen. We have so many starting pitchers right now, some of them still on on the DL that are going to be coming back before this playoff run starts. That I think that you don't necessarily need to bolster the bullpen. I think the bullpen itself is going to be bolstered when you go down to a four-man rotation and you got four starting pitchers that will be able to give you two innings at a time throughout the playoffs and keep your arms fresh. The problem with Dodgers pitching up to, you know, up to this point in previous years is that we run them to to the very end. Like Baez, I think he was great last year through August and then just fell off of a cliff. If you looked at and then when then that's when Morrow started pitching well, but then Morrow started to go out towards the end of the playoff run. Their, their arms just got tired, but I think there's enough arms to to bolster that bullpen uh, for that playoff run and I think the Dodgers with Machado now have enough hitting to get through the National League West without really having to rely much on pitching. So I, I think that in that sense, he's going to be a difference maker. 
Yeah, they're talking about putting your uh, Urias uh, in, into the bullpen when he comes back. If you look at the at the starters right now, the Dodgers have Kershaw, Hill, Stripling, Bueller, Arias, Maeda, Ryu, and Wood. That's eight starters, and they're going to have four spots. Holy hell! So the thing is, is that you could wow. take four of those starters, you t- and, and and you you get your best four, and you start them for those four games. The other four, you you do what you did with Kenta Maeda last year, right. and you use them as long relief, or you tell them you're going to get two innings. And then you just split the games, and then you use Singrani, you use Baez when he comes back, if he, if he can you know, effectively pitch well, and then you got Jansen in the ninth. I think they're going to have enough pitching. And so kind of looking for the rest of the season, as long as the bats can stay healthy, I think they're going to be scoring eight to ten runs a game. And if the bullpen can keep them down to six or seven, we're going to win the majority of them, and that will get us into the playoffs. Oh. Ben's sounding optimistic. He really is. Is he correct in uh, sounding op- optimistic, ben, uh, Vic? Um, yes and no. I, I would like them to pick up uh, one more relief pitcher um, just because it's a different mindset than it is a starter. And you never know how you know they're going to react. Um, I know the Yankees got uh, uh, what's his name from the Orioles today. Uh, and the, the Padres went on a fire sale, man. They had two of the top relievers uh, and they they traded them. The Padres are going to be are doing the Astros right now, and they're really? loading up that farm system. Yeah, so in you know twenty years from now, the Padres might actually win something. Um, <laughs> well, they'll probably move to the American League West just in time yeah, to there you go. to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for that. And Pujols will still be around batting for. <laughs> But, uh, no, I think he's right about the majority of it where uh, they are going to be using their pitchers um, in the bullpen, especially for long relief. Um, but I would still like them to see pick, pick up at least one more arm um, to be uh, to get that. Those guys that are in the mindset of being in the bullpen is always nice. So, yeah. All right. Let's just get to the playoffs already. Yeah. Right? Let's get there. <laughs> That's what us let's as Angels enjoy, fans say. <laughs> let's enjoy the 162-game yeah. run, let's, guys. Let's get to the playoffs so we're out of our misery. <laughs> Just wow, kidding. this coming from Rainbows and yeah. Yeah. You know what? That turned quickly. Are you officially my, writing off the Angels? No. My, <laughs> my mother told me if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say it. So oh, man. moving on. No. <laughs> Rather than talk about the Angels who, at time of recording, are losing 3 nothing to the White Sox. <laughs> yes, those White Sox. The awful White Sox, who they lost to last night and are losing to now. And, and by the way, we did a Twitter poll. <clears throat> did we? Yeah, the question. I mean, I know, of course. The question <laughs> was always asked, on Twitter. The question asked is, uh, will the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim make the playoffs? The first <laughs> it was choice, a resounding no. The first choice was. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, because I didn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> the first choice was, wait, you got to believe. Wait, how would you vote, Jeff? Out of these, go All ahead. Right. Let's hear them. Uh, well, it's just it's just two. You got to believe, and uh, their wings have been clipped. Oh, you got to believe. <laughs> ah, he's back. <laughs> I mean, if those are the options, yeah, you got to believe. <laughs> Jeff, you know you have no credibility with the audience, right? None, none whatsoever. That's why I'm host. Uh, I go to you guys for the seventy-nine percent of the people news. say the wings have been clipped. Seventy-seven percent. Seventy-nine. Seventy-nine percent. Yeah, that's exactly how many. Seventy-nine Dodger percent. Fans. Dodgers fans <laughs> just voted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I take that as a positive because that means there's uh, No, you shouldn't because Dodgers what? fans know baseball. <laughs> no, they don't. Yes, we do. You think just because you're a Dodger uh. fan that all Dodger fans know baseball. That is not true at all. Okay. <laughs> not all. Most. All right. Moving on. Let's talk about uh, – let, let's do talk about, over the All-Star break, Commissioner of Baseball, Rob Manfred. Yes. 
made some comments about yeah, did. our Lord and Savior, Mike Trout. <laughs> and uh, essentially, it was kind of what we had spoke about a couple weeks ago he on must the show that we tried show. to save baseball. <laughs> yes. And he said that uh, Trout, essentially, we'll paraphrase here, you know, if Trout wanted to, he, he could, could right. be a bigger exactly. personality, he could get more deals, and he could uh, save baseball. Right. Right? More or less, that's what he said. Yeah. Or do his job. Yeah. Or do his job. <laughs> wait, wait. That, no. That's not his job. No, 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 no. Do Manfred's job. Oh, do Manfred. Okay. Manfred oh, yeah. should oh, that, do. Oh, he should be advocating for the gotcha. sport. I was thinking so, the same thing. And Jeff he was yeah, yeah. Let's, sorry, sorry. Let's unpack this because then the Angels came out and kind of put a. They pussyfooted around and they backed him up. Yeah. <laughs> they did what they, they had to do as an organization. Trout. Right, yeah. Right. I, and I think what they said was right. And, and Trout, you know, more or less just, he's like, I'm just here to play ball. Rob Manfred and I are fine. Let's move past this. Uh, let's play ball. And I think. I think Manfred was right in what he said. It's technically true yeah. that uh, if Trout wanted to be a bigger personality, he could be a bigger household name. What's the stat that you had, Ben? That yeah, so I read an article, and I sent it to everybody else. That And, and it's actually what I've talked about. And, I, and I've mentioned yes. it before. Yes. I've said if, if, Mike, if you showed a picture of Mike Trout to a, just a casual baseball fan in Kansas City, he would not be recognized. You sure Jordan Heckman didn't send that article? We don't want to not give him Yeah, credit yeah, don't mention that. Let's, let's just say that he did. We'll just say Jordan Heckman from the King's Realm sent this article. But but the fact is is that it said that only one in five baseball fans, not even just casual baseball fans would right. recognize a picture of Mike Trout. No, that no, they that's also not said, what it said. They also it said, said people. It's people in general. Was it people? Yeah. That's not how I read it. Anyway, <laughs> you read it right. It also said that one Jordan, in five. Jordan, resend it to Ben. It, it said one in five people would recognize Kenneth Fareed from the NBA. And Jeff, you have no idea who that no is. Clue. No and clue. And Kenneth Fareed is. is a journeyman player. He's always been a journeyman yeah. player, never really played on a big team that gets a lot of, you know, gets deep into the playoffs. And we're talking about Mike Trout, the guy that's supposed to be the best player since Babe Ruth. And you're telling me that the that they would be recognized the same amount in a city outside of Los Angeles. That's just embarrassing. Wow. And and so what I say to that is Manfred is right that Trout could be a bigger personality if he wanted to and and be that face of baseball. But he's here to play ball. And, and maybe that's part of the reason he's so good is because he doesn't get caught up in all the off-the-field shenanigans and, and promotions and all that stuff. So... I'm fine with what Mike Trout is doing. I think it is uh, – I don't know if he was blaming Mike Trout or, or putting it on him, but that's his job. His job is promoting baseball. It is, absolutely. You know, I, I want to say I remember seeing a, a commercial, and this was – it feels like years ago with Mike Trout in it. And in the beginning of the commercial, he was like, hi, I'm Mike Trout from the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And it's funny because when Shaq does a commercial, he doesn't go, hey, I'm Shaquille O'Neal. I played for the Lakers. <laughs> Everybody just knows who true. he is. Yeah. And it's funny because like, when you do occasionally see a uh, like a Subway commercial or something where like they throw in a baseball player when, yeah. they're, when they've got other players, they always have they to their put the name. base player's yeah. name because nobody knows who he is. And, and that's, that's a big problem that Rob Manfred as the commissioner needs to solve. I mean, you know, I think that, uh, that his predecessor kind of dealt with the PEDs. I think that this is what Rob... Rob Manfred needs to focus in on, and this is going to be his legacy. If if baseball it doesn't have 
players that are being recognized by casual fans, by the time he leaves, I think that he failed as a commissioner because because baseball is a great game, and I just don't think that it's being marketed the way that yeah. it should be, yeah. and that's why I think that you're not getting the eyes on it. On top of what we talked about last week, um, that you know that people aren't watching baseball like they, like they used to. Concur. I have a question Nick. for you. If Mike Trout was playing in Kansas City instead of, of Anaheim, what do you think the uh, number of people that rec- rec- would recognize him would be? One, One in out five. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly, and, and, and it's it's a joke that I call him, you know, oatmeal without sugar. But uh, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, the Angels to me are no bigger, <laughs> even though they play in a bigger market. They're no bigger market team than the Royals are. That they're a small market team in a big any city. Sense yes, whatsoever. they are. <laughs> that's that's Dodger. You're you're wearing your Dodger hate clouded uh, goggles. I, I don't have. A, I love the Dodgers. Yes, and you I don't do. hate the Angels. I'm just yes, tell- you do. I dislike them. I don't yeah. hate them. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. But all I, right. fair enough. Fair but enough. to me, they're a small market <laughs> team playing in a big city. They're like the Clippers. Yes, we are the bastard brother, the, the stepchild. <laughs> yes, and we'll we'll never be as big as the Dodgers. That's that's true. But that doesn't mean that we're worse than the Royals. No, what I'm saying is that as far as 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 far as uh, exposure. Yeah, that doesn't even mean though he plays in Los wise, Angeles. Even though he plays in Los Angeles, he doesn't get any more exposure than he would if he was playing in Kansas. Interesting. City. Interesting. If huh. he played for the Yankees, Vic, don't say it interesting. Be, He's basing that off of nothing. It would be, if he played <laughs> for the not Yankees, not even remotely true, listeners. If he played fast for the Yankees, forward two minutes, Ben's going to go on for two minutes. This none of this is going to make sense. If, he, if, he, if Mike Trout played for the Yankees, people would know who he was. Yes, that well, yeah. that makes sense because of course, a, and that's if he obvious. played for the Dodgers, the Yankees, would know who he is. the Cubs, the Red Sox, those are the called, Dodgers, those are called absolutely. big market teams. Yes, absolutely. I'm agreeing. So here's another question: I Kansas have. City is not one of those. Yeah, yeah. I think Kansas City, he'd be t- totally buried and hidden. Another question of mine is: if Rob Manfred goes up to 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 Trout and says, "Hey, we need you to do take two days or whatever it is. We're going to do 20 promos for the rest of the year." Does Mike Trout have to do that, or does he tell him no? Like, I don't understand where this whole thing where, if he's if if, if he if Trout has to do what the commissioner says as far as ad, you know he PR, he's owned by the Yankees. So then, the is, okay, so yeah. so if he says no, then is that that's, a problem? If, if Manfred is trying to get him to go and do this, yeah. but he keeps telling him no, then is that something that Trout needs to change? No, I think what Manfred needs to do is because Mike Trout isn't the only great player in baseball, right? right? But he's so but he, he's the best. He is, but uh, you, but you, you know, like, it's like so, le- imagine le- if LeBron didn't go and do all those things, okay. all the promos in two the years, NBA. Kawhi Leonard is going to be the best player because LeBron will have taken a step back and, and Kawhi will be stepping in. Kawhi is not the kind of guy that's going to go out and go get a sponsorship. But I think that there's enough personality and enough great players in the NBA that, you know, that the commissioner could talk to and say, Hey, I need for you to, you know, kind of step out. And guys would do that. Bryce Harper's done it. I think if you can get guys like that, even if they're not Mike Trout, the best player, if you get like, you know, 1A or he's 1A, you get 1B and 1C to really promote themselves, it still helps the game of baseball, even though Mike Trout doesn't do it. But, but agree with that, that. But but also the other thing is you guys are, are thinking that the only way to promote a player is for them to do a, a car commercial or a, a shoe commercial or no, whatever. I'm talking they about They can, within for- what they're doing, like it, it doesn't... They can do stuff that doesn't require them to, you know, go do this voiceover, or this, uh, you know, stand in front of a green screen for whatever. Like Mike Trout is an ambassador to the game. He he's always inviting kids to uh, to do stuff like all this. There's so did ways Michael to Jackson. Parlay that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. 
No, I, and I, I totally. I, Michael I Jackson was a musical genius. <laughs> hey, Michael Jackson made the that pod. That was totally on the up and up. He yeah. was acquitted. Was, you can't prove nothing. Oh, wow. That's right. Did OJ do it? That's right. Well, that's well, a whole other story. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the civil trial, they said guilty. Yeah. So. <laughs> well played, Jeff. Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm not even talking about like a car commercial. I, I'm more talking about like when the NBA has pro, like promos during during the the season, or they have things going on for you know they'll have the players in front of the camera saying this game is fantastic or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Harper does that. You, you yeah. see Harper's face around Major League Baseball. And it, my question, I'm not saying it's all Mike Trout's fault. What I'm saying is, that shouldn't he take some of the blame if he keeps saying no? I don't know that he says no. I don't, to I don't that know. Stuff. If I mean, does. he does that stuff. I've I mean, never he does seen it him for the Angels. He does. If you watch, no, but I'm talking about for the I'm talking about for Major League Baseball as a whole. I think I've never seen Bryce get, Harper in anything. I know you guys keep saying that, but I've literally never seen Bryce yeah, Harper for the All Star Game for the Home Run Derby. They always show him because he's the guy with the hair flowing. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the cool hair. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a great point. Why doesn't okay? Think about the publicity <laughs> that that uh, my boy got wearing his American flag sleeves. Back, backwards baseball hat and he's hit home like run. Two sixteen. Why? Why doesn't Mike <laughs> Trout do that? Because that's not him. You're trying to make him something he's not. But he's not that guy, and yeah, that's he's fine. Not that guy. So Bryce Harper is that guy. That's great. So then let's put it on Bryce Harper. Make him, you know, that whatever that he's, face. He's batting two nineteen. Like you're, I know. you're not wrong when you say Mike Trout is oatmeal, no sugar. You're not wrong when you say that. Thank but you. that's him, and you know what? The guy is one of the best baseball players to ever play the game. And if that's what it takes, then then you do you. Keep doing you, Mike Trout. You're trying to make him Major League Two. Remember? We're nope. using, <laughs> no using Major, Major League, League two. two. Major League Two. So Major League, what happens? They go to the division series yes. and they, they win it or they make the plant, whatever, and then they lose. But but coming back the next season, they all have their deals and their their uh, sponsorships. And wild thing, he comes back. He's got the hair grown out. He's okay, sold how, out. How is he's this not the than, player than ben that he was? Miracle on what was a miracle on ice or yeah, whatever. It's, the, it's no different. And I'm ashamed <laughs> of myself. I'm ashamed of myself. Doesn't make it any less true. It wasn't 1984. It was 1988. That's the difference. <laughs> That's awesome. No, Mike uh, Trout. You do you. It's none of this is on Trout. All right, so Jeff, you're you're Rob Manfred, Jeff. You're Rob Manfred. How how do you get more exposure to to the best players in baseball to the average, you know, Joe public? Well, that's not my job because I'm I don't know. I I, I don't how dare you. I'm that's above you, my you, pay grade. You, you don't have any. Suggestions? I have faith in you. You would do a better job than him. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. How about I'll take that for homework this Ooh, week. I'll come good. back to you with some great suggestions for next week. I like Sounds it. good. All right, because we've spent plenty of time talking about uh, baseball. Good stuff, guys. All right. Hey, you know what? Before we move on to the Rams, ah, Rams are back in the news. Very exciting. Football's right around the corner. You know where a great place to watch a football game is? Mm. Where would that be? Ben, do you know? The deuce. <laughs> the deuce. Oh, Mally's on Main. I'm just kidding. That's way inside. <laughs> that's way inside. Shout out to Rod De La Fuente. Uh, yes, O'Malley's on Main. Oh, Seal yeah. Beach. Love those guys. Awesome place to watch 
any sort of game. Pretty much anything. Football, yeah. baseball. Yeah. If you don't have Time Warner, you can watch Dodger games, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do we know that for sure? No, ben, I don't. Ben just says things that... <laughs> you know how Vic's well thought out in his research. <laughs> He's actually looking at his phone. Ben Ben's looking at post-its that you can't even read half the time. <laughs> I shoot from the hip. <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's a plastic hip because he's so old. It's a hip nonetheless. I can still beat you still in the works. Yes. Yes, you could. And uh, O'Malley's on Maine. Yeah, Fantastic. If, stuff. if for no other reason, go for the garden. Ben loves that garden. I do. feels like every time we bring up O'Malley's on Maine, on Maine Ben's talking about how lovely that garden is. In the yeah, back. it is it's, nice. It's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Um, all right. Should we talk some Rams? I'm not. I'm just going to sit here and listen. Oh, <laughs> those are my favorite segments. You know he's not. <laughs> my favorite segments. But I just like to think about that it might be true. <laughs> be careful Full what you disclosure. Wish <laughs> Rams fan number one is not here. Darren Besa. He is, uh, well, we didn't come up with a good excuse for what he's doing right now. But he wrote a very long-winded. He really did. Text message. And From he wrote jail. me. He's actually full. The truth is, he's actually in Costa Rica with his family. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, Wilson, not getting much service, and I can only send texts to individuals instead of group texts. So. <laughs> So I'm only sending this to you. So Vic must be upset because Darren's his boy. Seriously. Oh. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> well, this was business. Hey, you were talking on the side <laughs> with Eric, so it sounds like there's yeah. trouble in paradise. I get the business text. Vic gets the pleasure text. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> the pleasure gifts. <laughs> he, he said he's bringing home some grapefruits, Vic. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, he said, uh, okay, rookies reported, uh, <laughs> rookies reported on Monday. Veterans reported Tuesday. Uh, first day not of camp. Thir- <laughs> not all of them. You're right. <laughs> first day of camp Thursday at 3 p.m. at UC Irvine. Wow. He, he, this is way too detailed. This is like <laughs> Ben telling a story. There's too much detail in here. I'm going to paraphrase the rest of it. Unless you're shooting from the hip, it's nothing like me. <laughs> Rams signed Todd Gurley to a four-year extension. Yeah. With uh, forty-five million in guarantees, not forty-five million guaranteed, which I learned today is not the same thing. Right, right. But that's uh, the biggest of all running backs. Put running backs back on the map. On the map. Yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? I usually throw it to someone. I usually throw it to your Rams fan one B. So start talking. I am one B. <laughs> My feeling is, well, I'm waiting for you to say you paid too much for him and, and they're never going to win a Super Bowl as lo- in the next six years as long as Todd Gurley's under that contract. And if that is what you were going to say. Boy, you're just struggling over there. You can't even, you can't even give your own opinion. You're, hypo- you're, hyper- you're hypothesizing what I would say. Is that what you were going to say? No, I wasn't going to say anything because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I like this deal. I like of course it. you do. I like it because we made it and we're stuck with it, so we have to be happy about it. But the other reason is uh, Todd Gurley falls in that select few uh, running back category that is a multi-talented, versatile player. He's, he's a threat uh, as a running back. He's a threat as a receiver. He can run for power. He can run away from corners. Like, this guy... He is the real deal. He's a little like Marshall Falk. I'll give it to you. Yeah. And and 
that this guy's a franchise guy, which is, you know, something the Rams, you know, want. This guy is an exciting player. He's the face of the franchise. We got him for the next six years. Um, Do you think you would recognize a picture of him without his helmet on and without a number? Of course. What about with no dreads? Absolutely. Ooh, that would be weird. <laughs> I think I think I would. I think I would. Rams fan one B. <laughs> there you go. Well, it'd throw me off. It'd throw me off that he didn't have the dreads. Darren, yeah. Darren would recognize him if he walked in the room because of his scent. Like that's, that's how much of a fan he is. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's borderline stalker, Darren. Yeah. Yeah. Todd Gurley's also in Costa Rica this week, I should point out. Uh, <laughs> do you think Darren's... No, nah, I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> it's a family here's show, the thing. Pick. Here's the thing. It's it's the NFL, so contracts don't really mean anything. <laughs> yes, agreed. So you could sign into a 100-year contract, and next year the Rams would be like, nah, we're done. Yeah. So it's not the same thing as in baseball and basketball and all this stuff. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing, that, and I'm going to harp on Aaron Donald as long as I can because I think the Rams are doing a huge disservice to him as a player. They just signed Brandon Cooks. They, uh, you know, they got gave him, to, him an extension. Gave yep. him an extension as well. They just gave an extension to Todd Gurley, right? Yep. Okay. If you're Aaron Donald and you see them, Brandon Cooks a brand new guy. He hasn't even caught one one you know reception for this team and you see him get an extension you see Todd Gurley get an extension how, number 1 how are they going to pay Aaron Donald now and number 2 wouldn't you be just pissed off if you're Aaron Donald well these two things happen well okay and so i obviously don't have any insider information what? but the uh, beat writer and i don't remember his name for the LA Times i'm sure does and if you listen to hour 2 of the Mason and Ireland uh, show from Tuesday, whatever the date is today. Um, oh, this is just filled with like really specific information. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm referencing. Uh, you learned this in high school. You got to reference who you're gonna uh, quote. You got to credit them. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember who you it don't, was. You I don't. think Tuesday was the day, and I believe it was the second I hour of the said show. Exactly. Oh, I don't remember the guy's name. How dare you? I know who Mike Trout is. Can't you're you're one of five people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but word on the street is the Rams have tried to get a deal done with Donald and offered him more money than any defensive player to make him the highest played defensive player in the league. And he, he's still holding out because he wants more. So the, the talk today was, and they actually had less need on as well, is that the timing of it's not like they've ignored Aaron Donald and this is sending a message to Aaron Donald. It's just deals get done at different times. And this deal just happened to get done today. That sounds and, like PR stuff. I mean, maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe it is. But I I don't think they're the, here's the I thing. don't think they're signing Aaron Donald. I I don't think they are. I don't think they will this season. And I think I don't it's think they will when the contract comes up. I because they still gotta pay golf. That. I don't know about that. They do still have to pay <laughs> And if you listen to my sources, they have enough money to pay all of them. <laughs> and and Jeff, more players. you need to work on your credibility. <laughs> you get the guy who backs up his stats with nothing. <laughs> I'm interesting. <laughs> you are that, Ben. You are that. <sighs> the Rams have the power in this relationship. Aaron well, Donald has any to show in the up. NFL has the power, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Aaron Donald has to show up by I think it's August. It's like the beginning of August. If he doesn't show up, then he doesn't qualify for free agency for another year, and the Rams would own him for another year. Not to mention they could franchise 
tag. Oh him yeah, and twice. that would just that. I mean, well, who who just got franchise tagged? That somebody in the NFL just got franchise tagged, and that the he I forgot. Who was it Kirk it? Cousins again? No, <laughs> I know he just got signed. I'm just it, kidding. Oh man, I don't know who it was. I, I don't. Know. I don't remember who it was, but yeah, he's pissed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, but he's probably making more money than he would if he'd signed the contract. I mean, most of those franchise tag guys, they make a crap load. They make yeah. the equivalent of the top three players in their position, if I'm not mistaken. Right. But it's only for one year. For one year. Right. Yeah. And, That's and they're the problem. looking for the long-term money. But right. the, the long-term, I believe that the long-term deal is going to come around for Aaron Donald. Where are they going to get all this money from? Well, Jeff, he's a defensive Les player. Need is loaded. Let I'm walk. not going to pretend to... No, this guy's a special. He's a special player. Rather than than figure out how Rob Manfred is going to save baseball and all that, I think <laughs> I think I would rather that you explore the salary options of the Rams to figure out how they're going to pay Aaron oh, Donald, I and then talk about that. I need more than a week. I'll give you a month. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> the, the, the NFL salary cap is that is the most confusing thing. Yeah. I, no, I don't think no even Vic could understand. I'm, that. I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, I yeah. don't blame you. Yeah, but allegedly it's all gonna work out, and we're gonna get all the players. <laughs> oh, here we go. All max deals. It's not gonna be a problem. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> it works for the Warriors, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, regardless of whether we, I, I don't think this is a message sent to Donald. I'm excited about the deal, and that's all I have to say about Jeff. That. What number does Aaron Donald wear? Who who remembers numbers over the age of seven? When what, you were seven what numbers years LeBron? Old? What numbers LeBron? I I don't remember numbers. What numbers Mike Trout? No idea. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. All I right. could tell you. We need to end the show. <laughs> Are you serious? Do you still pay attention to numbers? Uh, I I. You're over forty years old. You still pay attention. Let's to just numbers? put it this way. Manny Machado is wearing number eight for Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> If there's a cool story, yeah, that's great. No clue. I couldn't tell you what anyone's number is. Wow. Magic's number, 32. There you go. That's all I know. Wow. Jordan, 23. Those are the numbers I know because they were popular when I was a kid. Who, who over the age of seven years old remembers numbers? Do you guys really still remember numbers? Yeah. That's yeah. still a thing? Yeah. yeah. Really? How do you remember the numbers? Hold, hold on. Not every player. What's like Carl, used what to, was Carl yeah. Malone as a Laker? Oh, I only remember this because you wear it all the time, and that's number 11. But that goes to show you that if you watch enough games, that you'd actually know what the numbers are. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Because I've looked at pictures of you wearing a Carl Malone jersey multiple times. I was embarrassed to walk into a Galaxy game with you wearing a Carl Malone jersey. <laughs> that's how I know. All right, fair enough. You know what? We should pose that question to maybe the Twitter followers. Do you remember players' numbers? Nobody that's a good over. Question. No adults remember players' numbers. Oh, I, I don't feel know like about that. But I'm pretty confident. I'm in... sure adults remember less numbers than kids, but I think there's still a bunch of adults that know a lot of numbers. Darren's son, Aiden, he could name every number of every player on the Angels. And it's I thought he was like Rain Man. Hmm. I was like, this kid's on the spectrum because that is like <laughs> genius level stuff. <laughs> Did you hear that, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a nice way, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We got a couple voicemails to get to. Uh, Is it, am I right, Vic? Yeah, we do. We actually we we do. We actually have uh, two voicemails. One that was left, I want to say Wednesday of last week, and the other one was left on Friday of last oh, week. Oh wow, something like that. All right, here we go. Hey guys in shorts, this is Darren up in Utah, and uh, had a couple of questions for you guys that I'd love to hear your comments on. 
Uh, he means the me. first actually is a result of a local talk show radio host here talking about uh, the LeBron James move to LA. He's a hater. And he had specifically <laughs> kind of given the list now that LeBron's here of uh, who he felt like were the top teams in the West and wanted to get your guys' take on, on what you felt like now that LeBron's in, uh, on the Lakers that, uh, and also then with, with Rondo and Stevenson, kind of where we are as far as ranking within, within the West. So, you know, an early, early preseason ranking. Um, he, he gave his eight playoff teams, and uh, those playoff teams were number one, the Warriors, number two, the Heat, or not the Heat, I'm sorry, the, the Rockets. Um, number three, the um, the Jazz here, which I thought was really surprising, but, you know, hometown crowd, I guess, right? Homer. Then number four, he had the Lakers, and then he had kind of in the next mix was the Trailblazers and um, Oklahoma City and, and maybe San Antonio. But then now that Kawhi's left and, and he's up in Toronto, where do the Lakers really stand? And kind of what's your early preseason playoff predictions for the one through eight seeds in the West now that LeBron's a Laker? That's a good question. My That's second question, question is oh, regarding Manny one. Machado uh, coming over to the Dodgers. And number one, what does that mean for Corey Seager long-term? And number two, the last time we had a big free agent named Manny, uh, it was kind of a mixed review as far as what the end results were. Not with the first Manny season. being Manny in L.A. for a, a couple of seasons. Uh, so I want to get your take on what you guys think with Manny Machado and, and really how that's going to affect Corey Seager long-term and, and, and what it's going to look like with him in the Dodger uniform. Thanks. Look forward to hearing uh, your responses. Talk to you guys later. The Storm and Mormon. Good to hear from you, Darren. Yeah, buddy. Sorry, right. sorry we didn't pod last week. We had to wait a week to answer your question. Yeah, let's, uh, let's start with the Lakers question in the West. What, uh, how would we, what's our early power rankings? So because LeBron is a veteran, uh, I don't think that the Lakers are going to do what the Golden State Warriors did you know, a couple of years back and try to set a record for regular season wins. I don't think they're going to do what the Rockets did last year and win 63 games. I think LeBron knows that as long as he makes the top four, he gets home, home court in the first round, and they're going to be a tough out against anybody else. I think all they want to do is just finish in the top four. I think that you know, with, with LeBron, with Stevenson, with Rondo, it, 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 depending on how many minutes the young guys are going to give them, they are going to be trying to save their legs for the playoffs. So I, I, I just don't see the Lakers getting a top two seed. But that doesn't mean that I don't think they're a top two team. I think that the guy had listed, I think if I remember right, the Lakers, I'm sorry, the, uh, the Warriors, the Rockets, and then the Jazz. The Jazz are a really good team. I don't think they're that high. I think the Lakers, but I mean, when you look at the rest of the West, I think that they're going to be probably four or five seed. So I think that the Lakers are going to be right around the three, four, and five seed. And if you remember the Western Conference last year, I think the last six seeds were within like two or three games of each other. So I, I to me, that list doesn't seem too far off. But again, the, you know, the Lakers, it's not about being the top seed. It's about advancing far into the playoffs. And I do think that the Lakers right now, as it stands today, could potentially be the second best team in the West. I like it. Vic? I keep seeing 51 wins from oh, this team, which is okay. an improvement of 16, which I think is totally doable with this team, especially with LeBron. Um, uh, Josh Hart, 
I think is going to be way better than most people thought he was going to be. Um, I think Brandon Ingram's is poised to have a huge year, especially with LeBron in there. I think he's just going to make uh, uh, Brandon Ingram better. And, and Kuz, Kuz is um, uh, another one of those guys that I think is going to have a, good, a solid year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, falls a, a point or two from last year, you know, sophomore. Well, I think you know. he has to just because of who he's got around him now. Right. He's not going to be having the same number of attempts that he did last season. Right. And um, which is fine. That's okay. I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. Um, and so I, I, I'm thinking they get the third, third seed in the West. And if they can pull that off, I mean that's that's an amazing, amazing season. And like Ben said, you know they're going to give anybody problems in the playoffs. So uh, I, I'm excited. I can't wait to see this team get get together. And I mean even like the players they brought in, they're all upgrades from the guys that they let go. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. And and the wild card to me in the West is Oklahoma City. So when I looked at them last season, the, it was an experiment between Carmelo, Westbrook, and George all coming in. They didn't really have the same game. And to me, Carmelo was the guy that just never fit. He was that puzzle piece that you kind of had to cut to, to, to fit into a piece. And now that he's gone, I, I, and George is, is, has signed for, for many years, that team could actually – I think if they come together, they could be a top four seed and knock Utah out of that top four. So where they would place with respect to the Lakers, it could be third or fourth. But to me, the four the four top teams, if Oklahoma City comes back, would be the top two plus the Lakers and and uh, uh, Oklahoma City. All right, let's. Uh, what was his other question? Corey Seager, Machado, yeah, and Corey yeah, Seager. yeah. Vic, why don't you um, take that? Well, I mean, we already, we already mentioned Logan Forsythe. Who's uh, you know his two years in the in Dodger Blue has been terrible. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I think it's I think it's a really simple. If Machado wants to play shortstop, uh, Corey Seager, you move over to second. See, I, I you just fill that hole. I, so this is what I think. First of all, if it's a rental, we don't have to worry about it. Right. If Machado decides to sign, my dad and I were talking about this, so I can't take the credit for this. But this was his idea. He said, "You talk to Machado, and you say if you sign Good Machado, job knowing your reference, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> you play Machado at third. You play Seager at short. Turner, who you take out of third, you put him at first base. You play Chris Taylor at second, and then you would move Bellinger to the outfield. Now, to me, that works because when you play third base." You're used to those, you know, hot ground balls, and to to get used to playing first first base, I don't see it being a problem. And then to have all those bats in the lineup, it would be great. And you know that Turner, who's already 35 years old, isn't going to be around for a whole lot number of more years. And then you can move Bellinger back to first. That would be your long term option if you were to sign Machado, uh, long term. That just seems. Is there any scenario where that happens? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't. I just don't understand why you'd want to make that many. Justin Turner is. Probably top three defensive third baseman in the league. He's thirty five. I don't care. He's still one hell of a third baseman. Why I, you keep him there until you can't keep him there? Like why would you move him? Okay. Um, so then what? Where would you put? Uh, I, I would. You you keep all the same bats. Uh-huh. There's a hole at second base that has nobody has been able to fill. Yeah. So you move Corey Seager to second. You put Manny Machado at shortstop. That seems a lot easier, Ben. Your thoughts. And okay. Be- Bellinger, Bellinger, <laughs> Bellinger, his natural position is first base, so yeah. keep him at first. I mean, why why move him? Well, he's been playing the outfield. That was I think because he has what, to. Yeah. Well, I mean, and to to you know to his credit, 
you know, even though he was a, a first baseman, he's been playing the outfield just to get his bat in the lineup, and he's been doing it for the better part of now two years. Yeah. So it's something that you know he could do. And so rather than having to move Turner out there, you know, at, the, at his advanced age, moving him to the other corner, it just seemed like it would be a more natural fit, keeping Bellinger out there until Turner was old enough where, you know, he would uh, sign a pool hole deal with the Angels. If you guys had the designated hitter, you wouldn't have all these problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a growing movement within the National League to put the DH in. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The players themselves. You guys still don't want it, right? I, who cares? <laughs> Hot take, Ben. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Is, uh, is, that, the re- that, is that it for the uh, voicemails? No. Oh, Surprisingly we enough, got more. Yeah, we do have one more. You guys ready? Hey, guys and Sharks, this is Darren calling again. Hey! Twice in one week. This time, though, I'm calling because, really, a week off, this generation of podcasters is weak, soft. <laughs> I'm with you, Ben. This generation's gone soft. Hey, Darren, I wanted to be here. Everyone else bailed on it. <laughs> It would have. It would have been a week. Such a liar. You, you know what? I could have done the podcast one. by He's myself. Such a liar. You, <laughs> I'm not lying. First off, first I was off. available and I was ready to pod. Uh, you were the first one to reply. Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, I when you a, guys I gotta get a Manny Petty up first. When yeah. you guys said, "Hey, yeah. we're not potting this week." There's a bachelor on this week. Uh, yeah, and right. I don't want to miss it. I was an episode behind. However. I was available to pot, and if and if presented with the idea Here's, of nobody else can be here, but you will be potting by yourself, I would have done it because I'm not soft. So thank you, right. Dan. Appreciate it. Right, but there's nobody in that generation that he's talking about that's here. That's right. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> Darren. Way to lose all the goodwill with that tech, that that voicemail. Hey. Your goodwill goes a long way here. Yeah. Hey, we still appreciate the call, though. If you'd like to call and then we make fun of you for whatever it is to say, <laughs> be sure to call us at 562-450-3356, or you can leave a voicemail through the website at guysandshorts.com. All right. Anything else to cover? Uh, Bachelorette is oh, <laughs> two episodes before the – or right. one more episode before the season right. finale, so jump oh, on board. Oh, man. We're out of here. <sighs> we are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. Also, Reddit, Facebook, uh, all the social media sites. This website is guysinshorts.com. You got the store up there. And again, like I mentioned, leave a voicemail for us, 562 And as always, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can review us up there. We really appreciate those five-star reviews. Keep them coming. And uh, spread the word about uh, your favorite L.A. podcast having to do with L.A. sports. That's Guys in Shorts. For Victor Costello and Ben Garcia, I'm Jeff Wilson. Happy Shark Week, people. Shark Week. Shark Week.